The one thing that I believe would work everywhere is fighting. Because it doesn't matter what color you are, what country you come from, or what language you speak. We're all human beings and fighting's in our DNA, man. We get it and we like it. I'm Michael Morgan. Welcome to this week's episode of The Wokecast. Joining me as usual, my co-defendant, G from WoTV. Hey, hey, Mike. What's good? I'm telling you, my belly is full from this weekend's uh, plethora, the smorgasbord, the almost like relentless um, pace of mixed martial arts. Not only were we treated to two Bellator cards, but we also had UFC as well. Now, um, one of the things which actually happened last week, which we'll be covering on the show this week, was the announcement that um, come November, Bellator will be touching down in London again. And, um, well, a couple of additions on that card, even though the card is still being finalised, a couple of additions on that card, Fabian Edwards and Mike Shipman will be joining us later on in the show. Mm. But let's have a quick canter through um, basically what was a favourable um, weekend of mixed martial arts. I mean, what actually floated your boat in terms of the things? Let's just start with Bellator, what occurred um, at Bellator Dublin. Well, first and foremost, the MVB, MVB, excuse me, the MVP flying knockout caught my attention right away. I was anticipating this fight with Richard um, Kylie. Let me get his name right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was. Um, what did you think? Did you see that flying knee and all the shenanigans that came with it? Yeah, but to be fair, you know something? We all knew where that was going. We all knew that was a foregone conclusion before um, MVP even stepped in the cage, what was going to occur. That's why I was with a very, very confident um, abandon, quite happy last week to actually trade with Cal Eleanor and um, basically put myself on the line for 50 press-ups. I knew that, you know, uh, there was no way I was actually doing those press-ups, but... You know, speaking of which, I don't know about you, G, but I still haven't seen those 50 press-ups, sorry, 25 press-ups from Cal Eleanor. Oh, I know. And he tweeted, oh, I'm going to get those right to you. And he ghosted us. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to... That was, that, was that was 48 hours ago. I'm still waiting. Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll add him as soon as we're done recording here and I'll give him a little nudge. We're going to get those push-ups, Mike. Don't worry about it. There you go. There but, you go. Never a, never a borrower or lender be. But, but going back to that flying knee knockout, to be honest with you, like I say, it was a foregone conclusion. But you know what wasn't a foregone conclusion? Dan Cock blocking Mergiliotta. Well, wait a minute. I have to say that. Wait a minute. Nope. That, is a, that is a perfect segue. You know me and my questions. Mm. We've got some yep. MMA Twitter questions about what you're about to talk about, which was the what the foul with Dan Margliata and then the unprofessional back and forth spat. Yeah. How about I ask you a question okay. and then you tell me how you feel? Jump in with the listener questions. All right, listen. We're going to combine three of them because this was a hot topic. Aaron Eastwood, Tricky Duncan, and Joe Bloggs basically have the same question. So they said, with Big Dan taking a point off of MVP for acting a fool at Bellator Dublin, what do you do? You think it's time for extreme showboating like that of MVP to be penalized or to be stopped in MMA? That's one question. And then trick. I take I take issue with uh, the usage of the word "acting a fool." But sorry, <laughs> I, I interrupted you. You were going to segue into another question. No, then. no, no. I'm glad you interrupted me. Finish up with that one. Be- okay. I personally see Michael Venom Page's outlook the way in which he performs because that is what he's doing he's performing Uh, and as well as that it's entertaining that should not be curtailed we don't want clones we don't want people who are doing exactly the same as each other we want standout performers like mvp loving or hating you're either tuning in to see him get his ass knocked out because of his showboating because of his reckless abandon because of the way in which he presents himself in such a hands-down open manner or you actually want to see him actually lay fools to waste now not calling kylie or richard kylie a fool but at the end of the day i personally feel that 
Dan Mergliata mm. overstepped his boundaries. It's not for him to actually be um, directing, as it were. It, it, this isn't a film. This isn't a movie. His job is to protect the fighter, to ensure that foul play isn't actually being um, extended here. But more importantly, he's to ensure that the fight is fair. Now... I personally feel as though, you know, um, especially when you do factor in what he said, this is, you know, allegedly, this is what came from MVP. He called him a piece of shit at the end of the match. So there's obviously some personal beef going down there. And, M- I, 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 I was, and MVP I, I, told I, him to fuck off been. too, which was interesting. Well, well and, and, and rightly so. Yeah. I've got to say, I've got to say, Whilst that may be a little bit, uh, first of all, out of character for MVP, I've never heard him swear um, in in the cage or um, without good reason. Mm -hmm. What I would say is this. I personally felt that Dan Mergliotta was way out of order. I've never, I've been watching this now for close to, what, 19 years, the sport of mixed martial arts. I have to say, this is the first time that I have been angered to a point where, you know, I had to exclaim out loud, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you do that? Why would, first of all, you deduct a point? Why would you stop him midpoint or midway through his entertaining um, or his his entertainment? But the, the key thing for me was, you know, did Mergliotta feel as though he was there for some other reason? Because it ste- strikes me that he was stepping way outside his usual boundary. Oh, I'm going to agree with you on this and a couple of highlights I'm going to throw in. What exactly is unsportsmanlike behavior and enough so for Dan to take a point? Like that needs to be discussed. Like, is this even a rule? I've never even heard or seen anything like that. It's not like when Paul Daly punched Josh Koscheck in the face or when um, Conor McGregor slapped like a referee or, or a commissioner in the ring. Uh, to me, that's very unsportsmanlike and possibly you should be fined or whatnot. But showboating? While you're ground exactly. and pounding during a fight is that I think was uncalled for. And then I think, too, if he can take a point for that, then we need to discuss what that is. And I just thought it was strange mm. that he could even do that. Secondly, why did he stand them up? Continue in the same position. I didn't understand why he stood them up after a showboating foul. It wasn't like. I, I just, it wasn't a reason to stand them up either. The fight needed to con- be continued. You want to stop the fight and let the scorekeepers know that you're taking off a point, And then you put them back down in the same position that they were in because you don't want to interrupt the fight. You want him to stop showboating, correct? Why'd you stand him up Absolutely, for? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He far exceeded his mandate. He wasn't there. It wasn't a movie he was directing. He was directing fighting. He was refereeing, sorry, fighting. So that really, I have to say, I've been watching, as I say, this sport a a long while. And that was the first time I felt angered by a referee. And, you know, he effectively disrupted the flow of movement. And that fight, for me, would have been over a lot quicker. Yeah, and and, and it was bizarre. It was uncalled for. And you know what I'm going to call it? I think Dan was just simply in his feelings. I think he was emotionally unstable at that point. He does not like MVP. And unfortunately, he abused his power. Not to say in some vindictive or horrible way, but he was he was basically caught up in his feelings and his disdain for MVP. That's all that was. And I think that's why he apologized later. And he also said that he will never ref his fights again, which is the right thing to do, to take account. Because exactly. you're taking accountability for not holding yourself to a higher standard, which is what the referee should be doing. So I do like the fact that he was like, like, you know what? I messed up. I don't want to ref this guy anymore. And, I, you know, I came out my mouth. So I like that. One more question about MVP. I thought this was a good one. Tricky, okay. Tricky Duncan wants to know, Mike and Gina, how do you think MVP would fare in the UFC? Personally, I don't think he gets into the top 10 of the UFC. What are your thoughts? Because, you know, a lot of people complain about him fighting cans. So let's I want to know what you think about that. But you see, this is the thing about MVP. Let's look at his recent track record. We forget that this is the man that KO'd Cyborg. We forget that whilst it was an ugly fight, this was the guy who beat Paul Semtex Daly. And as much as I love Paul, I mean, you know that I'm, I'm, I'm quite pally with Paul. We're quite, quite close yeah, with Paul. Yeah, I'm a huge fan um, as well. Truth be known. Yep. The fact is... 
he reduced Paul to a wrestler. Paul left hook striker daily. Paul KO specialist daily. You know, you've got to give MVP his props. You can't forever keep trotting out this whole can persona, this whole can label. Because for me, MVP versus Paul Daly, that wasn't MVP versus a can. For no. me, MVP versus Cyborg, that wasn't MVP versus a can. So, you know, let's just calm, cool, retract the whole can calling because... You can't after basically, um, you know, him taking on and reducing Paul Daly to being a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I'm like eh, with with your answer. And here's why. Um, I don't mm. think anyone is a can when you're a professional fighter, although I do use that word because I want people to understand the level of fighter that I'm talking about. But for the record, there are no cans in professional fighting. Who, you know who was a can? Me. You put me in the, in the cage with somebody and I'm going to get beat up because I'm a can. I don't train in martial arts. That's number one. And me too. Right. And me you know too. what? Like, yeah. let's just put that out there. There are no cans. We're just talking about mm. skill level when we use the slang word can. MVP, yes. I think he is really good. But I'm going to answer this question with Tricky. And I don't think he can hang with Tyrone Woodley, um, Jorge Masvidal, uh, RDA. I think UFC caliber fighters can beat him. And I think the people in the top 10 can handle him candidly. And I think they'll do what Douglas Lima did to him. I'm just, that's just me. But do I think he's fighting cans? No, because you're right. Look what he did to Paul Daly. He had Paul Daly, like, almost like an out-of-body experience. He turned into a wrestler. And why? Because MVP striking is phenomenal. And it's, it's, it's unpredictable. And it's flashy. And it's all over the place. But it's, it, it works really well. So it reduced Paul to somebody that had to resort to wrestling. But I don't know. I, I think Leon smokes him. I think quite a few people in the UFC can beat him. And I, the, But that's just it. That's just it. Just to follow on, I, I feel as though he'd fare well in the UFC mm. because, I mean, let's not forget, that's why I'm glad I used Paul Daly um, as the example here. Paul Daly is a UFC vet. Remember, he Absolutely. got slung out on the UFC. Yeah. He, he actually reached, you know, to, to some people, the epitome of the sport by being in the UFC. But that kind of brings me on to my final point. A lot of people like to draw this comparison and look at the UFC as the epitome and um, almost call Bellator the B-League. Which I is disagree. wrong, yeah. Look, look at, yeah, exactly, look at the calibre of people in the UFC mm -hmm. and look at the calibre of people in Bellator. You could quite easily cross between the two in terms of matchmaking very, very easily. Yeah, I, that I do agree with, even though... Like MVP, I think he struggles with some UFC folks. I don't think Bellator is the B leagues. I mean, this weekend alone, with some of the stuff, the highlights that I saw, proves to me that this is not the B leagues. It's just a different organization. You know what I mean? Like, no. And UFC has the name behind it, the hype, and all the history. So it has it comes with a whole different, you know, nostalgia and all different types of things come with it. So I think people are biased when it comes to the UFC. You know what I mean? But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical of MVP, but I do think he's great. And I was not surprised at all when, when Lima kind of knocked him out. I was not shocked. But do I think he's talented? Very right. much so. Very. I mean. I'm kind of conscious. I'm kind of conscious of the time. Which oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Like running away with us. We're getting very close to the time when we are going to be speaking to um, Mike Shipman and Fabian Edwards. But let's just quickly canter on to um, UFC uh, Copenhagen. Uh, were there any standouts for you on that card? Um, let me see. Definitely the main event right away. I'm going to zero in on that. And I also enjoyed Gunnar Nelson and Gilbert Burns. I think Gilbert Burns is someone we need to look out for. And then real quick, I was not shocked that Ion Kutaleba, I'm saying it wrong, Wow. I was not shocked that he um, he crushed Khalil Roundtree. I wasn't at all because well-rounded will always beat someone that's just, to me, just a striker. Like, Khalil needs to work on his takedown defense, but I was not surprised that Ian came out and he wrestled him and then he ground and pounded him. I was not surprised. I think everyone fell in love with Khalil's Muay Thai training when he got back and he looked like a killer, but he needs to work on his takedown defense. It was a great fight. 
I'm glad, um, really and truly, we saw a return to form for Mark Diakese. You remember last oh, yeah. week I was saying, you know what, he needs to remind people why he was feared in the UK. He needs to remind people of his previous calibre. He needs to remind people of the flashy showmanship that he's capable of. And, you know, I think really and truly we're getting back to the bone crusher. For a while we saw um, Mark Diakese, but now the bone crusher seems to be creeping back. The attitude, that kind of sass. And I think the flashiness is returning now. Personally, I thought that one of his... That was a a, a very... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Mature... And yes. I would say a career best performance on Saturday. A hundred percent agree. I um to me I didn't I feel like I didn't see too much flashiness that I remember him seeing charging forward and doing all this crazy stuff. I really feel like he in his own way picked Lando apart and even had a couple takedowns. It was it was brilliant. It was just a very nice tactical and mature performance on Mark's part. And I think it threw Lando off. I think Lando was like this is, you know, like he was expecting something else and Mark came out there and said, "No, I'm going to effectively just beat you at all these rounds and then win the fight." And I actually felt bad for Lando cuz Mark looked really really good. I enjoyed it too. So for me as well, okay, there were other standouts on the card, but the return of John Phillips and the return to form of John Phillips and picking up his old moniker, the white Mike Tyson. I mean, that knockout was just sweet. Oh, I missed The way this in which one. he just went in there with reckless abandon and was just throwing hands like the old, the white Mike Tyson that we all know or all knew and loved. It was great to see that return to form. I mean, the Welsh wrecking machine, I can just about live with. But for me, I saw the white Mike Tyson on Saturday. <laughs> what a name. I think I, I think I vaguely remember this fight. There was a KO that was devastating. I have a feeling it's white Mike Tyson. First round. Oh, yeah. 17 seconds. Oh, yeah. He smoked that dude. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I was very surprised. I I really thought that this was going to be almost a coming out party, considering where in the world that they were. I thought it was going to be a coming out party for Hermanson. I I have to say, I was I was pleasantly shocked. Same here. Same here. Um, I just I don't know. Jack is calling himself the king of ground and pound. He's on a little bit of a tear. And again, this is a well-rounded fighter. You know, yes, he takes you to the ground and fights you, but he stays active and he comes forward with his hands as well. And then the beginning of the fight, he came out handling his business. You know, he did establish a nice jab, and Jared does struggle with a jab sometimes if you set up around him. And Jack was hitting him with a nice jab, and then Jack hit a beautiful suplex, got him down. But here, here's the problem. Jared just got up and was just shrugging off those takedowns. So what is... Yeah. So you could tell Jack's like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Because at that moment, he could not be the king of ground and pound. And I think Jack tried to implement that. And Jared was like, nah, I'm just going to get back up. And I hit hard. And then he cracked him a couple times and the fight was over. Do you notice how hard Jared hits? Is it just me? Did you see those shots? Yeah. Christ. Like a truck. Yeah. Like a truck. I mean, Jack curled speaking up. Of, like a, oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. S- speaking of hit. Speaking of hitting like a truck, just quickly segueing in to Bellator 228, and that was on Saturday night. For me, um, whilst the card was great, it was good to see, obviously, the Grand Grand Prix um, again um, pulling into town. For me, the the, the stories of the night was about the McKee family, Um, AJ McKee and uh, Antonio McKee. Um, for me, a 49-year-old man gave me inspiration as a, <laughs> a, a, another, you know, a, a 49-year-old man watching a 49-year-old man. It was incredible to see, you know, such a performance. Plus, that obviously gave inspiration to his son, AJ McKee, because that first round knockout was just sweet. Unbelievable. Was it eight seconds or something? That was unreal. He just came forward and just... second. Second fastest KO in Bellator in history. Bellator history. Unbelievable. Yep. And then the little celebration afterwards, like I could feel that. Like I was really, really happy for him. The little flip afterwards. I, I, I couldn't blame him for all that joy. I mean, eight seconds later, he, I mean, he just pummeled his opponent. And what a message to send to everybody else for the Grand Prix. There's going to be some dark horses. 100%. You know, and he could mm, be one of them, mm. you know. I mean, what, was there any uh, other runners and riders um, uh, on, on the card for you? Mine was Pitbull versus um, Juan because it just kind of like ended a puzzle for me because I really was stuck with those two. I, 
I just didn't know who was going to win that fight. I think Pitbull is amazing, but Juan was what on that like 18 fight win streak and looking sharp. I just couldn't call it. So once I saw Pitbull come out there and kind of somewhat dominate and win that fight, yeah. it, it's it solved the puzzle for me. Like Pitbull's the better fighter. Like and 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 then I to be honest with you, I think that's the person that wins the Grand Prix. I just think he's that good. But there's some dark horses on this Grand Prix that we need to look out for. You know what I mean? And a- oh, AJ's time. one of them. And let's not forget my man, um, Borix. I'm saying it wrong. But the guy from, what is it, Hungary? Adam Borix. Oh, yeah. Adam Borix. Yeah, he's yeah. in that mix. So I've got my eye on him and Pitbull. <laughs> you know? I tell you one person I've got my eye on, or two people I've got my eyes on, and that's our guest, Basically, we're now going to have the head-to-head. So let's just dial these uh, mother brothers in and uh, let's get this uh, audio face-off underway. Let's do it. It was announced last week that Fabian Edwards will be taking on Mike Shipman. It's a pleasure to welcome everyone to the show. Welcome, gents. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Now, let, let's just uh, cut straight to the chase. Now... A lot of people looking at this from the outside obviously saw a face-off taking basically place at Bellator Dublin last week. Now, what they saw, just along with uh, myself and G, also present on the chat, um, well, basically was a little bit of animosity. Am I right in thinking, you know, just to make sure, Fabian, just to make sure, Mike, that we're all on the same page, this beef actually emanates, it stems from a previous fight where Mike Shipman knocked out Yannick Bahati. Is that right? You answer that, Fabian. Is that where your, <laughs> where your issues come from? No, my is issue. Your, this, is, this, this is where the issue comes from. Yeah. The issue comes from we're both in the same we both were in the same company. Okay. He's just won the belt, you know what I mean? Everyone's throwing my name in there. Famous should be the next blah 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 blah. So anyway, I'm looking, I'm like, I like to be revenge at last for the team and I like to get that belt. I'm saying in interviews, I'm putting it out there. He kept quiet as a mouse, never said a word, never said anything. You leave the company, fair play, we're into time to better talk bigger show. Message me. Oh, I know, I know you've, I know I've left the company wanting to fight me, but if you want to fight me, you can fight in the gym. So, me being a fucking a fighter and get, I get paid to do this. I'm like, why would I fight? Oh, is in that the gym why? For, uh, is that why you let your brother get punched up? You I'm like, why would I fight? Money, I'm like, why would I fight in the gym for free? Are you mad? Yeah, you don't, you I, don't even fight he for, for his life. Did, did you not see? Did you not? Did you not see him run for his life? Did not see him run for his life. Anyone I saw, can throw, I saw one anyone can throw guard, punches and I saw you and run, run to get your brother a tissue. <laughs> anyone can run tissue and he can run. You know what I mean? That's it. Mate, you know what I mean? Anyone can throw punches and run. Be a riot, and that's it. And that's it. You know what I mean? There's about fucking 60 security guards holding us back. I mean, 60, he would have been mate, a dead man. He would have been like, shit. Mate, there's a video. Mate, there's one security guard. I was there. I was there. About your whole team, what you know what I mean? You ran behind security guard like a bitch. Big head of yours. You ran behind security guard like a bitch. You know what I mean? That's it. This guy is not real. He's he, he'll, real he'll act a thug when there's a camera on. He'll act a thug when 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 we're talking. But when it comes to it, I did. We're in different promotions. He was talking, and I said, "Look, I can come to you." No, you didn't say we, a we word. You kept quiet like a bitch. I didn't know and who you, the fuck did you, you were. You were three and You kept quiet. You didn't want to catch those hands, and that's why it was. Then what am I doing now? You didn't want to catch it because you finally had to step up to the plate. Now you've been forced into it. There's a floor in your logic, man. Say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you to me. That's the only reason why you're co-main event. So say thank you, Mr. Tasty. Thank you for co-main event. There you go. Thank you for letting me bounce your head off in front of my own Say thank you, Mr. Tasty. Say thank you, Mr. Tasty, for making me co-main event. Mr. Tasty. Mr. Tasty. Yeah. Say thank you for allowing me to beat you up in front of your friends and family. Say thank you for being co-main event because you're the prelim fire before you fought fucking Van Steenis. No one cares about you. That's the thing. The company don't care about you. I mean, all of my fights been on the main card. You know what I mean? All right. No one cares about you. Sorry to be. Sorry to be the. Guys, sorry, sorry to be the sorry to be the Dan Mergliotta of the piece, but I need to just jump in just quickly. I tell you what, what, 
what, what, what, one of the things which I'm kind of um, curious about, just to keep things on track, you've both obviously been keenly observing each other. You've both observed the previous fights. Now, I'm just curious, looking at, this is at you, Mike, looking at Fabian's last fight, what you saw in that clash, do you think there are any problems that you could be faced with based on that performance what did you see what were you looking at what were the things that you actually took away from that clash it's the same things that you're always looking at when you're watching Fabian fight is he he has a, he has a left high kick he, he, he tries to load up a left a straight left hand but when there's only two things you're looking at it, it, you're not going to be there for it it's uh I said I, I watched the lightweight who's seven and five like take him to a decision and like, fair enough. Watching it again, yeah, you won, but just like, it's you're, you're not you're not a dangerous guy. Okay, I'm not a dangerous guy, but out out of eighteen fights, I've finished sixteen. But I'm not dangerous. That makes sense. That makes sense. Whoever's listening, I'm finishing. I'm finished. Out of all my all my fights, I've had no I've no. It's your, 16. your amateur record. I finished sixteen. Stayed amateur for how I don't know how many years. There's no. You, what are you getting ready for the Olympics? Why do you stay amateur for so long? If you're so confident. What would I say, amateur? I came here to smoke bombs you like you. you. I've you came said, up here yeah. to smoke bombs you like tell, you. You, you. You run your mouth saying that you're, you you fight for money, you're not going to fight for free. You fought for free more than anyone I yeah. know, man. You had 10 as an amateur, amateur fights. As an amateur, and that's the reason why I'm getting paid more than you right now. That's you're the reason paid. why. I don't know how that's much you're getting paid, why? but the reason you're getting paid is because your brother's a big name. The same nah, brother nah, 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 nah. I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid because I'm fucking sleeping, people. I mean, nine times out of ten, I am sleeping, people. I'm putting people to sleep. And that's it. That's Who's it. your last opponent? That's it. He's that's wide it. awake, man. That's it. You know what I mean? Nine times out of ten, people are sleeping. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're only, like I, I said to you, you're only important because you're fighting me, isn't it? You're only important because you're fighting Van Steenis. Before that, no one really cared. You know what I mean? It's like fucking, man, when you lost. How important when, I'm going to be when I nah, absolutely right. When you lost, when you lost, no one cared. Everyone was like, so, so what? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, cheers. No one, get, no one cared about it if you lost. I mean, so that's it. And after this one, no one's gonna care about you after you lose this one. You just no. like, oh, sound back to the prelims, mate. Then so, this, this, so this is predicated on me losing this fight. So what? I, I wreck you and turn the company's plans upside down if that is how it's going on. Oh wow! Steal that whole, uh, steal that all that momentum. You ain't stealing. Oh, you built up for me. You ain't, you ain't definitely stealing that because you're you're the like honestly, I don't think you understand how easy you are as a fighter. I've watched it. I, 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 I watched got, it over I, and over. I'll, I'll tell you my game plan right now. I'll tell you tell my me. game plan right now. Tell me. Get some. I know your game plan. I know your game family, plan. And then I'm just watch your ball shrink. I, I know your game plan. <laughs> the game plan is fucking the same thing you've been doing for the last <laughs> five Before the years. fight, someone's going to slap him over and watch your ball shrink. And then that's, the, that's it. I won't do that, obviously, because then there'll be no fight left in you. I want the best, baby, Edwards. Not one of your team is going to fucking slap any of my family member. You know what I mean? Like, literally, you've been nah, the same nah, fight nah, for the last enough. 10 years. Fair enough. Absolutely you, fair enough. That you've been the same happen. fight for the last 10 I'm years. I'm just ripping so. you for the fact that you wouldn't stick up for your brother. Okay, sound, in it? Sound. Again, again, stick... Again, there's no point replying to somebody that ain't got a clue what they're on about. You know what I mean? To some punchy guy. There's no point fucking replying. So, next question. You know what I mean? Simple. Again, just just trying to keep things on track and trying to... um keep things uh bellator I'm, I'm i'm taking from that mike just from what you said there his high kick is a problem but the reason why i asked about the fight with basuku is because you know as much as people just like myself you know i have to put my hand up to this scrutinized and actually criticized um fabian for his last performance um that might be a little bit of a misstep that might be a little bit of uh, perhaps your undoing because um, that was it was kind of evident that wasn't the best Fabian. So in terms of performances and looking at his last performance, I suppose that the, the follow up question to that, Mike, is, is that really the fight to be watching to prepare for Fabian? My follow up question is, why are you talking about my undoing? And I, I thought we were going to have an impartial guy here. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, putting I'll, it... I'll, I'll spit that question back at you. When, when Fabian's looking at me against Costello, like, that's going to get him to drop his guard. I'm not just watching that fight. I've watched all his fights in Bellator, and it's the same Fabian. 
He's calm. I'll, I'll give him that. He's calm. He's got a good high kick. He's opportunistic when he sees sees something. But he, he's not. He's not a dangerous guy. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just not dangerous. I've I've, I've never started the new one before. I've, I'm just. You start the not, guy who inexplicably I'm puts him to three up kicks. I, I don't understand not, what, what he's doing. I'm not. I'm not starting anyone before. I'm not. I'm not strangled the life out of anyone. You know what I mean, I'm just mm. fucking. I'm just knowing. You know what I mean, everyone you fought up until you you beat Yannick was bombed. The guys after that was bombed, and you fought you fought Fingy, Van Van Steenis, then you lost. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And now you you stepped up in competition, which is me. You're gonna lose this one as well. And after okay. that, it's oh, like so, fucking. So, so you, how many levels above Yannick are you? Just asking. You don't need to worry about what level I'm at. No, 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 no. What, what you don't need to worry about what level. You will see what level I am at. You will see what level I am at. You will see. How many levels not, above Yannick? The thing is, yeah, the thing is, you've not fought anyone like me. You've never fought anyone that moves like me. That's the thing. You've never fought that sort of style before. It's going to be a problem for you. <laughs> That's going to be a problem for you, you know what I mean? And I've, I've told everyone, I'm going to make... Watch how easy I make this fight look. That's what. That's what, That's what. what's going to be shocking to everyone. Not how I, not how I stiff you up, but... How easy I make it look. How effortless. I look forward to it, mate. I look hey, forward to it. Hey, Mike, can I ask you a real quick question? You may. Thank you. Um, how do you see this? I know you can't go into game plans, obviously, and you sound hella confident. But Fabian is 8-0 right now in his professional career. No one has figured him out. So how do you see yourself getting it done? What do you, what's, what, what do you envision here? Because it sounds it, like you... You you're gonna win. So how do you see it getting? How do you see yourself getting it done? He's talking about my level of competition when Correct. when when he he's eight and zero, oh and I, I I don't know what what big names he's thrown out who, who he's finished. Like it, the level of competition is stepping up for him. Mm. He can't. He's not gonna be able to deal with my strength. He's not gonna be able to deal with my knockout power. I'm I'm gonna manhandle him and I'm gonna smash him. Mm. Being on, listen, this everyone's not gonna help you, mate. Being on all that juice is not going to help your man handle me. Trust me. You, that's you, not, you, you that's assume not someone's on me. juice because they got a physique. I mean, a fat shit. Being on, of, of being on the fucking juice is not going to help you. It's not going to help Who's you. Who's told you that? Yeah, it's not. It's, your listen, mind, mate. trust me. It's not going to help you. You being on the juice is not going to help you one bit. Poisoning your mind, mate. It's not going to help you one bit, man. So you can take it. Take more. Take more the whole stuff you're taking. It's not going to help you. So Fabian, if I can just jump in with the follow-up question that I asked Mike. Now, um, Mike, I think you're getting the wrong idea in terms of impartiality there because I started off by saying that I have to put my hand up in being unduly harsh on Fabian when it comes to questions. And an unduly harsh question may be that looking at Mike Shipman versus Van Steenis, given Mike's calibre, given... How many fights deep he is, how much do you think that you can actually um, go above what Van Steenis was actually bringing to the cage that will trouble Mike Shipman? Listen, all these middleweights, they're pretty much the same. You know what I mean? Like, they focus on power and uh, be strong and, you know what I mean? And, and that's not that's not what I'm I'm that's not that's not the reason why I'm gonna smoke him. It's not because I'm bigger, stronger man. That's not that's, that's lucky because you're not. That's not that's not the thing. I mean like <laughs> being strength wise coming in coming in overweight, fucking coming in big. That's what about not the coming thing. overweight? Does, doesn't bother me. I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying past opponents. I'm saying, saying past past opponents coming in being big. You're wearing a puffer jacket, but your belly poking out. It doesn't bother me. You'll see what shape yeah. I'm in. I'm you're fine. Hiding, you'll see a you see fight night when I come. And you're hiding you know your mean? giant head with not your not cat. Not everyone's on the not, not everyone. Not everyone's on the juice like you. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's about me going you're out there. You're such a hater, man. I'm showing you're him. You're such a fat hater. him. But... Fat hater, how can you on the juice? It's like, it's known that everyone down there is on the juice. Like, you're what, just you're trying to deny it? Why are you trying to deny it? How are you trying to deny it? Join the hashtag body positivity mode. How are you trying to deny it that you're on juice? I mean, but, but, yeah, you can deny it all you want, but when it, when 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 Bellator jumps in, I start testing him. We'll see, ain't it? Yeah, test away, mate. You'll see. We'll see. But going back to the question, I'm looking. At, I'm not looking at the the, the that fight and thinking, ah, oh, he lost because blah blah blah. I've, I've watched this guy and he's the same person. It's just the same, the same old gappy tooth Mike. Just the same fella. 
It's just the same, lad. So I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this is light work, this is amateur work. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's amateur work. You're just trying to be the strongest Light work, guy. easy monitor. It's just the very, more, the more very, the very easy monitor. And that's what's going to happen. Shots. But afterwards, yeah, afterwards, when you look up, when you look up, I'm standing over with a big grin. <laughs> I want to, uh, you, you see how it feels? <laughs> <laughs> your big grin, your big head. I mean, just on um, Fabian's big grin and his big head, that was one of the things which uh, was uh, was was a, a resounding hit with the media in terms of um, the videos that were cut, Mike. Now, I mean, for you, that was the first time, I have to say, that I'd heard um, anything close to animosity um, towards Fabian. Now, from where you're sat, from where you're standing, um, wherever your posture is right now, is there any amount of animosity? Is there any amount of um, beef to a certain extent? Because there obviously certainly is beef coming from Fabian, but is there any animosity from where you're sat? Being, being very real, the reason I, I, I don't like to talk that much, I, I'm not a big talker. There's, I, I find it frustrating talking when there's nothing going to happen. But when a fight's been signed, when it can actually happen, then yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good to go. And to be honest... It has grated on me. He has been opening his mouth a lot and, and, and saying a lot of stuff, and it, ha- it has grated on me. And I'm 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 gonna enjoy beating him up. You know, even put a glove on me. Like, are you, are you kidding? I've never had a pop lip in my life, mate. <laughs> what do you think you? I've never had a black lip. I never had a bruised lip. And you think you're gonna come out and fucking bruise and bust me up? Yeah, I'm gonna bust you up, man. <laughs> I'll behave, man. You're I'm not gonna, gonna be the guy. Trust me, you're there's, not gonna be the guy that busts me up. There's there's no possibility you're gonna get busted up. One hundred percent. You're not gonna put a glove on me. One hundred, like one hundred percent, like one hundred percent. You're deluded. If you if you if you think if you think those are the odds, you're deluded. One hundred percent. You're not gonna bust me up. Like one hundred. All right. Well, we'll see on the night. Hey, Fabian. How do you see this going? How do you see yourself taking Mike out? Second round. It's gonna be too much for Mike. It's gonna be too much for him. You're gonna be looking out to his corner. They won't have answers. Because the thing they've got answers. But they won't have answers. Left eye kick. Oh, yes, just let's count to left eye kick. Let's put the one. Oh, you want to talk about whether my team has answers for you? The one has answers. You want to talk about whether my team has answers for you? The one have answers. I think you know my team does have answers. The one have answers. The one have answers for the left. Maybe he left eye kick. That's all he wants. That's Maybe all he wants. Maybe you don't remember that's what happened, that, but my that's team has answers for you. No, no. Listen, you're not going to have any answers <laughs> on the fight night. Believe me, you're not going to have answers on the fight night. Maybe you don't remember what happened, but my team definitely has answers, don't they? Go on then. Mike, Mike, I'm, I'm intrigued. It sounds like there's something that, you know, uh, only a select few on this call know about. So it would be nice if you could actually elaborate. Sounds like... Um, yeah, no, I've elaborated enough, but I'm just, I'll suffice to say my, my team has answers for him. Just me, you have not got answers for me. Like 100%. You haven't, just, you haven't got answers. No, I mean, you haven't got answers okay. for that. All right. I mean, you can talk about fucking free, two, three, whatever. You can talk about all them years ago, but that's that, that's just a different person. I mean, you're the same Mike. Then I'm different. I'm not the same Fabian. Then completely the opposite guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not fucking surprised. There must be a lot of head trauma. Com- complete, completely opposite guy. <laughs> uh, Trust yeah, that, me on that. that can Trust me. Have you got head trauma from that short elbow? That's that how you know happen. your chinny. You caught a small elbow. The elbow was short. Nothing on it. Nothing right. on it. Oh, well, then it should be easy work for you, then, huh? Back on the uh, Easy Money Tour. I've already told that. I'm already on the Easy Money Tour. Mm. I'm already on the Easy Money I've never dropped off. I've never ever seen the Easy Money Tour look like such hard work, man. Three rounds with the fucking seven and five. Three rounds, not getting touched. Three rounds dancing around the cage. Not that yeah, touch one. Well, who wants to see dancing, man? Yeah, yeah, dance, dance around the cage. Just, just, enjoying, just, enjoying my, just enjoying the night. Just enjoying the night. Not even, not even break a sweat. Just enjoying casual. the night. Just casual. Just casual. So Fabian, there was a, there was a, Fabian, there, there seemed to be a, a reference there to a short elbow. Was this something that happened in sparring or was this uh, outside of the cage? Was this a nightclub? That's he's talking about he the caught, last caught, fight with Costello. Costello caught him like a, a tiny elbow. It's a, it's a small elbow. Yeah. Ah. Okay. I'm intrigued. Um, You know, Fabian, one thing which seems to be a recurring theme with you Again, you know, um, I, I, I'm curious about this. 
It seems as though every fight that I've seen you go into, there is a certain amount of venom, there's a certain amount of uh, beef, there's a certain amount of controversy, there's a certain amount of, um, well, you and your opponent don't see eye to eye. Does that actually motivate you for a fight? Does that help you get ready? Does that make you feel as though, you know, it's a way of actually getting the, the upper hand? I mean, why is it that there seems to be a consistent theme with you going into fights? It's not even, it's not even a case of let's have the upper hand, let's just a case of before I'm fighting anyone, I don't like him. I don't like him. That's that's it. I'm not gonna pretend to like him. He's just a just an opponent to me. Afterwards, let's sound, shake and go about our business. You know what I mean? But that's it. Like none of my opponents will ever be my friends. I go in there, handle business, and I, and I go out and I go home. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be friend beforehand. I'm not gonna be oh let's let's be part. No, I'm not gonna none of that. You know I mean, I'm just focused on the task ahead, which is taking whoever out is asking for to me and let's move on. You know what I mean? So that's where that comes from. I'm just, I don't like, I don't like no one. I'm just there to handle my business and go home. <laughs> now, one, one thing I'm, I'm kind of also curious about, that face-off that happened last week. Mike, when you actually looked into Fabian's eyes, I mean, obviously this was the first time you've been in such close proximity. What was it that you actually saw? What you I saw, saw the devil. He saw the devil. That's what he saw. He saw, <laughs> he saw my eyes, and he saw the devil. I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw the he same saw the devil. guy that I saw when I saw in the lobby the next day when they weren't cameras. Ah. He didn't say shit. But when Are you crazy? What did you, you say when I was looking at you then? What did you say? I, 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 I mean, conversation. I, I'm polite. I think you're, like, hey, I think you're forgetting. How's it going? You just I think shy, you're forgetting. Your lips and walk away. You, I, said, I said, what are you prick? What are you on about? I think you're forgetting, yeah. If it was on a personal level... To the level you're trying to, you're trying to think, oh, that personal. If you're that personal, there wouldn't be no camera. There wouldn't. I would have banged in his face as soon as I seen you. Yeah, yeah, but like not, he did with not, Masvidal, not that yeah. level though. Was that not with, personal? Was, was that, that not level though? He ran. He ran behind security <laughs> guard. He ran behind <laughs> security guard. Level, man. He ran behind security guard. So it doesn't matter what you say. Wait, what security guard? I mean? You was that, if you was ran that and got personal, a tissue. How much more personal can you get than personal? Yeah. If it was that personal, you would have got fucking punched up in the hotel. But it's not that personal. You know what I mean? I'm gonna handle the business in front of. I wanna handle it. I wanna handle it in front. You know what? I wanna get paid good money and handle it on live telly. You can't get no better than that. You can't get no better than that. You're a shy guy. Anyway, to answer your question, I saw a shy guy who's put himself in a situation and he's gonna live up to it. He's uh, he's an unoriginal, inauthentic guy. He's seen Conor McGregor and he's like, that's how to get paid. And he's just, he's just, he's not himself. I see when he's himself and he's a polite, quiet young man. Have you seen me one myself? Have you seen me by myself? When have you seen I me see you in the lobby, be, be, you're a shy guy. Yeah. Hiding shy guy being what? You probably Sit got down. some at school for Sit it. Down. Knocked your confidence. So you became a fighter. Your brother looked after you. Are you being? You don't even, that's that's, that's the funny that's you thing. You don't, even, you don't even understand me as a person. You don't even know me. That's the worst thing. You know what I mean? That's the worst thing. You're lucky that I've changed. God, I would have punched a hole in the face. Oh, yeah. 100%. I want to punch you a hole in your face, man. You know what I mean? But obviously, reformed character and all of that. So oh, I thought I'd leave God. little Mikey alone. I'll, I'll leave God. the rest of his teeth in, in his mouth. God. I won't take him out. <laughs> and just finally, just, just, just to wrap things up, um, one of the things we didn't catch on camera in terms of audio was what was being said uh, between you and um, Fabian. What did you actually hear, Mike, when he leaned in and he started whispering into your ear? What did you hear last week? What I heard was something about, I'm going to rearrange your face. Um, oh. And, yeah, that, finally stepped it. up. Rearrange your face. Oh, you finally stepped up. That's it. You finally stepped, say, up. finally stepped up, man. Like, you, see, you said that about four or five finally, times. I should have tapped um, him on his back. You know what I mean? I should have said, you well done. That's what I should have done. I should have tapped. That's what I should have done. I should have tapped in the back and said, "Yeah, but well you didn't done. put a hand on me, did you?" Well done, son. I put well a hand done, on man. you and you. Fucking... Well done. You went, "Oh, none, none of that, none of that." I should have said, "I should have said, well, huh? You on about?" I give you a little tap on the hand. You're like, "Oh, none of that," but you didn't do anything about it. When the fuck did you put hands on me? What are you on about? I didn't put hands on you. I put a hand on you. Gave you a little friendly tap, me? and you didn't like it. But you didn't do anything about it. Mate, you talk Watch some sort of shit, you know. Watch you it again. You talk some sort of shit. You really did talk some sort of shit, you know. It's fucking hilarious. There's a video, man. mate. It's video. fucking hilarious. I mean, but at the end of the day, what I say, mm. man? Eight weeks. Less than eight weeks. Less than you eight weeks. You'd be standing across. I'd be thinking. You'll know what you got yourself into. When the shots mm. start flying, you'll know what you got yourself into. <laughs> 
Oh, that's, 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 that's it. Yeah, I think I do know what I got myself into, and I can't wait, mate. I can't wait to be that first loss on your, on your record, so you've got to think about me for a long time after this. Okay. In eight weeks' time, we'll all get the opportunity to see how this pans out as Fabian Edwards takes on Mike Shipman in eight weeks' time at Bellator London. Gents, thank you so much for being the consummate professionals that you are. Thank you so much for bringing the fire. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's Wocast. Now, those are two guys who've got genuine beef. There was no way that you could say that was... um, Anything other than uh, a bunch of animosity right there? Yeah, it sure was. I was just over here like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't even want to say anything. I just want them to keep going at exactly. it. And I want to watch them fight. Like, can y'all fight right now? <laughs> so I, I don't know if you, you noticed there, but neither man was backing down. Neither man basically uh, took a backward step there. This... I hope actually plays out in actuality in the way that it played out in audio. This was like a relentless kind of um, tagging of each other. I mean, each one would come back with like, you know, a a razor sharp um, flurry of words. And it just, wow, it was dazzling. It was absolutely dazzling. No, and then the best part is, is that they're going to fight because before it was Will Flurry and they haven't put that fight together. But for this one, we we get to find out who actually wins and they're training for this. So I'm pumped. I think it's two things. I think they genuinely dislike each other from the stuff they were talking about with, um, what's his name, Yanni or Yan? I, I'm saying the name, I always butcher names. Yannick, Yannick Bati. Yes, there's some history there. Then, you know, Mike is disgusted with Fabian not taking up for his brother in a way in which he would. So there's some genuine dislike. Fabian doesn't like him bringing up his brother, you know. And Mike is saying, oh, you're following in Conor McGregor, which I don't agree because even if Fabian is quiet, he's not out here acting like a rock star. So I didn't really agree with that comparison, but they genuinely don't like each other. I will say that, and you know. And um, they also both think they're going to win this fight. You know, like they both think they're capable of beating each other, which I thought was pretty awesome. Like, no, like you said, no one backed down. I didn't hear any you know, hesitation or doubt. You know what? It, it, it was a shame that I had to get all Dan Mergliata and, and jump in <laughs> because I could quite happily just listening, or just listen to those two going backwards and forward for half an hour solid. But, you know, they're going to have 15 minutes to do it when they actually uh, meet up Saturday, November the 23rd, London's Wembley Arena. I, for one, cannot wait. No, I'm, I'm all in, especially after listening to them go back and forth. And, um, and you know, that's why I kept asking, just, you know, I, I was just quiet as a mouse, but I wanted to know, like, how are you guys getting this done? Mike apparently thinks he's just going to beat up Edwards because of brute strength and he's going to be able to control him. And Fabian's like, yeah, you should be scared of my left high kick. And you're going down in the second round, which I thought was pretty crazy, you know, like, wow. And I wonder how it plays out. And, and you know, I, I, I do think Mike is really strong, but I also think Fabian is very fast. I wanted to ask him, but, you know, I'm trying to be ginger here. You know what I mean? But I want to ask him, do you have an answer for his speed? Because as I analyze the both of them, I do know that Fabian is very fast. And I wonder if Mike has an answer for that, you know. But I didn't want to interrupt. I I was going to let them keep going. But that is in the back of my mind something that I'm thinking about is how he handles Fabian's speed. Because he is a dynamic striker and he's fast as hell. No, 100%. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, for me, I'm just really, really um, excited about the fact that this is a fight that I've looked forward to for the last two years. This is a fight that I've wanted to see um, in a a long while. It's been a long while in coming and we finally get to see this. Man, you can hear the excitement in my voice. I can hear it. (laughs) November the 23rd. It is going to be outstanding but speaking of outstanding um let's quickly segue into ufc 243 which goes down this coming saturday robert whittaker versus 
Israel Adesanya. Something again which has been a long time in coming. Something again which a lot of people have been anticipating and something again which I think is going to be explosive uh, once that goes down. I mean, in terms of runners and riders, again, were there any um, fights below, obviously, the main event that, you know, you want to discuss, that you wanted to break down, that you were actually really looking forward to? Absolutely. Um, I'm not too fond of this card. I will admit that the UFC has done it again. They have given us an awesome main card, but have not given us a really good card. So if this main card goes down, we're going to have a problem. However, with that being said, I like Al Iaquinta versus Dan Hooker. I will have yeah, my I was eye on say, that. I love that fight. Me yeah. too. Me too. It's just fun. It's just both these boys are going to go at it. You know, Al is six and um, Dan is 15, but it doesn't matter that gap right there. I think they're evenly and well-matched. I give the edge to Al because I just think he's been through so much and he's a lot tougher than people think. I mean, this guy went five rounds with Khabib. He didn't get submitted. He fought a good fight. He got beat up. But look what Khabib's doing to everybody else. And look what Al did. He he survived, you know. And I think um, I think Al is going to hang in there and, and get Dan at some point, but it's going to be a really tough fight because Dan is dangerous. His striking is impeccable, you know. So I, I really look forward to that fight. And I'm always happy to see um, Ty Tuivasa fighting. I'm not familiar with his opponent, but Ty Tuivasa is so explosive. So I'm, I don't care who he's fighting. I'm just happy to see him. And um, And, of course, the main event. What's the real shame that we've actually lost Rakel Pennington uh, oh, yeah. versus Holly Holm? I would, I mean, I would pay good money to see that. I personally was um, gutted when I actually um, left the card. But yeah, just like yourself, I, I do see this as an okay card. It isn't, you know, I, a power card. May I interrupt? I have a question. Mm, go for it. Mm. You wanted to see Holly Holm and Rakel Pennington fight? Like, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm, wow. Yeah, no. No. Wow, you're 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 harsh. No, I didn't like the first fight, and I don't see why they're running it back the second time. And believe it or not, no, you know, a lot of mm. people on MMA Twitter agreed with me. I didn't really drag too many folks over that opinion. People were like, "That's no, right." No, no, no. It was just the fact that we get to see, or we we would have got to see Holly Holm actually basically do a dance because look at what she's been through in her personal life with the divorce and the fact that you know she's been through the mill i like to see how people actually handle adversity and actually park that to one side and do damage in the cage i love seeing how people overcome adversity yeah yeah i could i could subscribe to that i just just wasn't the barn burner type of fight that I wanted to see, and I didn't like the first one, so, you know. But I respect them both, and I'm, you know I would have watched it and parlayed about it, you know, the following week with you. But they'll run it back, and Holly has some type of injury, I believe, so they'll run it back, yeah. and, and you'll get your wish. Don't worry. I mean, just on that, you know something? It, it wasn't so much the fight. It was just the fact that, you know, Holly Holm was actually returning to the octagon. Yeah. But in terms of, like, the main event, um... I'm pretty torn between Whitaker and Adesanya. I want to go. My heart says Adesanya because I just like, obviously, his style. I love the fact that, you know, he has quickly ascended to the level where he is now, an interim champion who is actually challenging, um, you know, the full fat champion, mm-hmm. as it were for the belt, for the real belt, right. for all the marbles. So I just, I love the narrative. I love the fact that, you know, he's unbeaten within the UFC. Yeah. I love the fact that he's quickly um, climbed the ranks. And I love the fact that, you know, he's main eventing, um, you know, on, on home soil. It's just incredible to see. Oh, yeah. And I, I, you know what I like about him? I like that he showed up well-rounded and ready to fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, this wasn't someone like, when out of nowhere, when everyone was like, oh, give him a wrestler. <laughs> His takedown defense is just fine. In fact, he threw up a triangle from his back when he was fighting Kevin Gastelum. Like, this kid is not mm. just a kickboxer. He is UFC, um, high-caliber material. Like, he, you know how, like, some, when somebody's really good and they're a striker, everyone's like, oh, just give him a wrestler. And they did, yeah, and, he, yeah. and he did just fine. So I like that he showed up experience necessary. You know what I mean? He, he, he came up mm. ready, ready to fight, and... I'm 100% correct because he's undefeated in the UFC. He's fought different types of strikers. He's fought a wrestler. He fares well. He's an interim champion, and he deserves it. This isn't a gifted, you know, interim champion. 
Is you know what, what I mean? What worries me about this? What worries me about this is, given how debilitating an illness Whitaker had, given what we're talking about here, we're talking about a major piece of real estate on a, in a man's body which, when attacked, is going to cause him, I think, serious problems. I really do see, you know, um, Israel Adesanya taking full advantage of that. And that's why, you know, I, I'm fully behind Izzy, not just for the reasons that I outlined earlier. The fact is, you know, that has been a, um, a, a meteoric rise. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just can't see how you'd come back, you know, in relative terms, quickly from what, is seriously, um, well, a, a very debilitating uh, condition I can, that Whitaker had. I can completely understand why you feel like that. And I felt like that mm. until I watched the UFC countdown to 243. Let me tell you something. Robert Whitaker looks to, you know how they all say, oh, I'm in the best shape of my life. I don't believe any fighter when they say that because every fighter who says that yeah. gets KO'd in the first round. Yeah, And I feel exactly. like it's just like a narrative to say, however, when I watched the countdown, He's telling the truth. This man was moving like some ballerina assassin. I mean, his shadow boxing was on point. Um, the little activities he was doing, the exercises with his conditioning coaches, he looked scary. This man, He didn't look like someone who just had surgery for like a hernia in his back or his stomach, something that you were just describing that sounds so horrendous. He looks... How many body shots did he take in those shots that you saw? I... Well, that's correct. But let me tell you something, Mike. He looks <laughs> phenomenal. He lo- No, you're right. But he looks, I don't know, it gave me hope. I mean, he looks mm. better than he did before is my point. You know what I mean? But you're right. With the body shots, we'll see how he fares. But he just looks like a machine. And it was scary, you know. But I'm going to go with Robert on this one. I think Robert is kind of underrated. And he's got the experience. He's, you know, and he's, he's come up. He's had a, quite a few battles in there. Yo Romero twice. Win or lose, he's Teflon. And I think he gets him, but I think it's going to be a similar fight with Kevin Gastelum. I think we're all going to be in our homes just like clutching our, our chest or our pearls. Just Ah, I, hold on. Skirt, skirt. What's that? Are you saying then that for UFC 243, you and I have a press-up challenge? Because if I'm going with Izzy and you're going with Whitaker. Challenge accepted, Yes. Okay, so how many how many press ups are we going with then? Well, you want, oh, sorry, how many will you be going with? What do you want? How many you, will you be pumping out? Do you want to stick to twenty five or do you want to up it to thirty? You choose. Okay, I'm willing just to stick with twenty five. I'm going to be light on you because okay. you know I I, I know those they, they, they shaky arms those <laughs> <laughs> the, the trembles that you have. You know, I don't want to put you out. Trembles from working out hard. That's what that was. Don't let me be well rested. <laughs> They're going to be floor to chest smooth. Um, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. 25, um, as you call it, press-ups, which I, they sound so ridiculous. Press-ups. What's a press-up? What, what, what do you call them It's then? a push-up. Goddamn press-ups. Press-ups. Oh, then my you're actually, God. you pressing your arms up. You people with y'all ch- push, chips and press-ups. Up. Are, you push, are you pushing them up in the air? I mean, you're pushing no. your chest up from the floor. What is a, a press up? And then, and then, <laughs> French fries are chips, potatoes are crisps. What's going on over there? That's that's right, crisps. Oh, crisps. Potato and we chips. We don't say force it. We don't say force it because you don't force it out of the tap. Oh my god! One day we're gonna have a whole show dedicated to like what the fuck is going on over there. That's what we're gonna call the show. Well, ex- exactly, exactly. We're going to start, first of all, with cornbread. Oh, my God. If you don't leave the ancestors alone, <laughs> I swear to you. <laughs> and you're, this is at the point when you counter with, no, let's start with mushy peas. I can't defend that. Oh, yeah, I, I was about to say, that. I was about to pull that card right out my back pocket and be like, y'all eat um, French fries with mushy peas. And I don't know oh, why. Oh, man. I, it looks like baby oh. shit. Oh my God! <laughs> Why? Let Does it taste good, Mike? The canvas. I've just been knocked out. <laughs> Does it taste? Have you had it? Does it taste good? Is it something no that's disgusting way. but tastes good? 
It looks as though someone's chewed it and spat it out on the plate. No, I'm not trying that. It looks like baby shit. I've changed, like, I have nieces and nephews. It looks like baby shit when the the baby food, like, runs right through them and you have to change their diaper. That's what it looks like. But sometimes, but Mike, sometimes ugly things taste good. Like, I'm not opposed, like, gumbo is not pretty, but it's delicious. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that like a shrimp dish, gumbo? It's like a dish with everything in it in the world, and it's delicious, yes. Oh. Especially if you, you get it in um, Louisiana. It's, it's, it's just some down south Creole loving. You have to try it. See, if it's got meat in it, that does sound like my type of thing. A, a dish with every type of meat in there, yeah, that's just heaven to me. Yeah, you'll be just fine in Louisiana. Come on down. But we don't eat peas okay. and, and, and french fries and shit, and baby shit. Like, we don't, we don't do that. None of that. Well, thank God for that. (laughs) You know, on that note, I think that about wraps up this episode of the Wokecast. You can obviously join us in conversation on any of the topics that we've discussed today. I'm at MikeWoTV on Twitter and G is at G from WoTV. Until next time, make some trouble. Always. See you later, Mike.